Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Welcome back to hour number three of Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network, Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Joseph Pinion on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by Double B's. Double B's is an Arkansas company with over 34 locations and growing strong across Arkansas for over the last 60 plus years. An Arkansas company for Arkansans. Double B's, where you gas it, Grab it and go. That's Double B's. And now, here's Joseph Pinion. You know, Joseph, I, I'm not sure there is a Double B's in Fayetteville. I don't think so. No, there's not. But no, there's not. they have, like, monthly specials. So next time you're down in central Arkansas, like example, it was last month, the month of, no- of November. At Double B's, they had honey buns. Two for a dollar. Do you like honey buns? Yeah, I like honey buns. I had one yesterday uh, from Double B's. My family brought one up for me. Oh, my goodness. That. Wow, a care package from Double B's. Isn't that great? And <laughs> and put it on the grill, throw some butter on it. Oh, my goodness. Get that, that crust just a little, you know, a little crusty. Oh, my goodness. I can make a meal out of that by itself, Joseph. So... Randy, Arkansas plays Lipscomb in. Uh, oh, they do at Simmons Arena on December oh, that's 16th. Right. That's right. So maybe, just maybe, Joseph could uh, slide to a double beast when they're not practicing or something, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we have to go around. We're not. You know, we're not practicing. <laughs> well, that's fun. I'm on my way there. Uh, speaking of uh, Lipscomb, how do you like playing close to home like that? Does that is that like a second home to you? Uh, now Simmons Arena. Uh, yeah, you know I really enjoy playing closer to home. Uh, you know it's a little bit closer. It's only like an hour from where I live, so a lot more of my family makes it out there. I get to see them more. You know the ones that don't really get to make the games to Fayetteville. Actually, your next two games are on what you'd call, if that's a neutral floor, it's really not. But they call it that. You're playing at Tulsa Saturday. What do you think about playing Oklahoma on a neutral floor? Uh, you know, I think it's a really great environment. You know, it's like an NCAA, you know, it's like a March Madness tournament kind of uh, environment. You know, there's uh, a lot of fans from East Side going to be there, so I feel like it's a really great uh, way to prepare us for March Madness. And they're really good. They're undefeated right now. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah, they're definitely they're a really good team. So, you know, it should be a really good game to watch, now, to be a part now, of. It. Now, here's something y'all ought to consider. They're going to be in the SEC next year. You want to stay ahead of them, don't you? Uh, you don't want them to come to the SEC with bragging rights. Definitely, you know. This is a, you know, it's a way for us to show that you know we're competing. You know, we're better than what everyone thinks we are. And, you know, just get a little leg up on them, and uh, whenever they come into the SEC. Okay, Traymon Mark, is he Superman or what? Yeah, he's elite. I don't know. I don't know how he did what he did, but you know, he's really he's tough for what he did. Uh, you know, coming back so soon. You know, he's been really putting in that work for uh, in rehab, trying to get better. So you know, he's earned it. I mean, I can't imagine landing on my back the way that he did. I know that they had to to take him off the floor on a stretcher, uh, but then I guess that was on what Friday, uh, the day following Thanksgiving. And then the following week, I know Coach gave you a couple of days off. Next thing, next workout, he shows up in his workout gear and somehow goes station to station. I'm thinking there's no way the kids should even be walking. 
much less walking through or going through the different stations. That's why I said this guy must be Superman or something. Definitely, you know, he's built, he's built way different than a lot of people. I know a lot of people wouldn't have uh, been able to make the comeback like he did. So what's it like playing for a perfectionist like Coach Musselman? You have one of the best offensive games your team has had in a long time, and yet defense wasn't up to par, and so obviously he's going to focus on that. And maybe you don't get all the compliments that players would like to get. Uh, you know, I think it's really it's really a good thing because, you know, it's just all it's doing is making us better. You know, it's fine. Like, we can celebrate. We can do all the – we can celebrate after the game, see how, you know, uh, celebrate, have fun. But, you know, once it's time to – once the day's over, it's on to the next game, on to Oklahoma, and how do we get better from the previous game before. Well, and really, the, the team you beat last night was a pretty good team, weren't they? Definitely. They were a really good team. You know, they upset uh, – Virginia, I believe it was last year in the tournament. Yeah. So, you know, it's a really good team. Yes. Everyone returning. Well, I've got here, Coach gets a technical foul with a minute 38 <laughs> left to play. As a player, you, you kind of go, what's going on, Coach? I mean, he's going crazy. Now, come to find out, this really started back in the first half because – you guys tore it up in the paint last night. And in the first half, I think he only shot two free throws. And he was upset about that. Yeah. You know, uh, I just feel like, you know, he competes to the very end. So, you know, he's going to be competitive. He's going to be the same must from the start to finish. So, you know, if there's a call he doesn't like. And, you know, I just feel like that one, just the call last night, just really, uh, just really threw it over the top. Yeah, you know, it was. I didn't. I didn't think it should have been a foul, but they called it a foul. So, you talk about on the uh, attempted block by Blocker. I think Landon went after after the shooter, and uh, they called they called a foul. And I don't think Coach Musselman thought it was a foul. I mean, I know he's in great shape. Is it Coach Smart? Is he kind of like the bouncer? Is it his job? to keep Coach Musselman in check because every time you see Coach Musselman edging towards the officials, you see Keith Smart using his belly or his body to kind of back Coach up, kind of keep him under oh, control. Yeah. Is, is he kind of like the policeman? Definitely. You know, he definitely uh, has prevented a bunch of technicals before. I thought that, like, <laughs> yeah, that's a good name for him, the policeman, the bouncer. That's a good name for him. He's a pretty good-sized young man. I think he can take care of himself for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, what is the point of emphasis? Uh, Rick was talking about taking on uh, the Oklahoma Sooners. Has Coach already established some points of emphasis? I guess protect the three-point line. He was pretty upset about the three-point shooting by Furman. But what other points of emphasis, Joseph, are you seeing for the upcoming game with Oklahoma? <laughs> Uh, you know, he said the main thing about this game is it's going to be physical. So, like, guys got to come prepared to be for it to be a war. Uh, you can't. There's nothing soft about the other team, so we can't play soft. Uh, you know, we just have to. We have to play. We have to play our A game. Really how, about, how about on the interior defense? Is this as good a shot blocking team as you've ever been around? Definitely. Uh, you know, I think we're, we we went over that today. We ranked really highly and uh, in and blocks per game. You know, I feel like this is definitely one of the more athletic and um, you know athletic and higher jumping players that we've had more recently. You know, we didn't have TB last year, who gets a lot of help side blocks. Now we didn't have Claw. You know, he gets a lot of blocks, and he really uh, he really locks down on that opposing team center. Yeah, talk about Chandler Lawson. He's only what six eight, but he's got the wingspan of someone like seven six. He had three more blocks last night. Yeah, you know, he's really, uh, ever since, you know, the coaches love him because everything they've ever asked him to do, uh, you know, he's really gone and done that, and he's gone out of his way to do that. So, you know, he's really coachable. He's really coachable. Uh, he, just, he does what the coaches tell him to do, and it, as you see, it works. So, you know, it's really, uh, I really enjoy being able to watch him because he just does what the coaches ask, and, you know, it just works out for him, and I just love to see that. Okay, he's sport. 
he was on with Chuck Barrett last night after the game, and Chuck asked him, "How do you, how do you get in there playing with against guys taller than you?" He had a great line. I love this: "Heart over height." Hmm. Absolutely. Heart over height. I like that. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, I kind of caught part of it, uh, but Joseph, I need you to help me identify every sports team has nicknames. It's just, I mean, that's just that's just sports. Okay. So Brazil is TB, right? That's his. That's his name. Is Chandler Lawson? Did you say he's Claw? Yeah, we call him Claw. Claw. And why is that? Uh, because of C and Lawson, we just call him Claw. Ah, uh, okay. Like C. Lawson, okay. All right. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. All right. L. Ellis. I don't have a nickname for L. I don't have one for L. Yeah. call him L. L. Senior. L. Senior. Um, <laughs> Devo is Devo Devo. That's I mean yeah we that, call Devo Devo. That's just yeah. Devo. Okay. Um, Jeremiah Davenport. Call him two times. Two, what? Two times. Two times. Two times. Hmm. And why is that? I don't, know why they, I don't know why we call him that, but he just whenever he uh, uh first met him, he said people call him two times. They've been calling that ever since. Okay. Two time. Hmm. Okay. Um, Khalif Battle. KB? Yes, sir. That's pretty easy. Yeah, KB. Okay. Uh, Layden Blocker. I'd call him Blocker. I'd call him Block. Block, Block, Block. Traymon Mark. T Mark. T Mark. T Mark. Okay. Makai Mitchell. We call him Kai. Kai. Uh, Jalen Graham. JG. Do what? JG. 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 Pretty simple. Okay. Well, now now that we know what. Okay. Well, what's yours? Yeah, what's what yours, Joe? What do they call Joe? you? They call me JG. Okay. My nicknames aren't very, uh, very hard to find out how we got them. Just JP. JP. Yeah. Well, a lot of them are just the initials of the guys. Names, yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you got TB, KB, JG, JP. <laughs> claw, that's a claw. He, he ought to feel privileged. He's feel privileged. He's got a real nickname almost, right? Yeah. How about that? I, I got to ask you this. You played, I guess in high school, you played in a tournament named after Mike Conley. Last night, Mike Conley was honored during the game. I don't know if you got to see it or if it was at halftime. Do you have any idea who Mike Conley is? Senior. He what? Yeah, senior, yes, of course. Yeah, his son obviously played in the NBA. How about Mike Conley Senior? You know who he is? Senior, uh, yeah, I know he uh, he could jump really far. He held a record, didn't he? I've seen him in the, uh, it was in Bud One. Yes. Oh, you've been, have you seen it in the museum then? Yeah, when I was younger, I got to come up, uh, come up watching the games I saw before. Well, nine-time national champion, he was really on the first of those triple crown teams when Arkansas track started to dominate. So I, I thought that was pretty cool. They he went into the National Collegiate Hall of Fame and they honored him last night. So I don't know if you knew much about him when you played in his tournament, but he's a heck of an athlete. Please. And he I heard also, he could jump from the free throw line and dunk. He did. In fact, he won. It was either the first or second Gatorade dunk contest, which featured NBA players. He won. He was that good. Wow. Wow. Didn't he attempt at one time, Rick, to play basketball? Well, he did at Arkansas, yeah. yeah. But but he was on track scholarship, and, and you can't be on track That's scholarship right. and be in basketball. So Sutton said, told him, he said, you could start someday, but... You're better off in track, and he had a great career. The Olympic gold champ. He, he won an Olympic gold medal. He was really good. Pretty, pretty cool. That's right. Well, Joe, we say congratulations thus far. I know you're back on the winning track. The team's back on the winning track. And we look forward to watching on Saturday as Arkansas takes on Oklahoma. Thanks again to Double B's that makes all this possible. Steve Lytle and company. 
And uh, my friend, we'll talk with you next week. Yes, sir. Sounds good. See y'all. All right, Joe. All right. Thanks, Joseph. Joseph Pinion. Okay. JP. Yeah, you're going to call him JP? No. Yeah, I'll have to call him uh, JP. No, the other players call him that, not us. Well, we're kind of like his teammate. We got him here on the show. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I guess, huh? Yeah, that makes us teammates of his, I guess. Uh, by the way, congratulations. Sending out congratulations. Iowa defensive coordinator Phil Parker has been named the winner of the Brawls Award. Now, Rick, you were part of the Burlesworth last night. So a lot going on over the past 24 hours. And thank you for bringing that up. It it is amazing that the state of Arkansas has two award ceremonies like that, both of them highly recognized. Uh, If you listen to any national college sports shows, they'll talk about the Burles Award. They'll talk about the Burlesworth Award. And so uh, today, obviously, and, and David Basil initiated the uh, Broyles Award. He and Coach Broyles got together on that. Uh, Basil's influence is even in the Burlesworth Award. He, uh, he, Marty Burlesworth certainly visited with David before this started. Hard to believe, but last night was the 14th Burlesworth Award winner. And, you know, it, it's the same thing every year. Randy, I'm privileged to be a part of that, but it, it's, it's the same thing every year. All three candidates are so impressive that you think, how can you pick one of these guys? You know, I went in just figuring Cody Schrader had to win, mm-hmm. and he did win. Yeah. Uh, because there's a guy that was a former walk-on that leads the SEC in rushing by, what, over 200 yards right now going to the bowl games. He's had a sensational career uh, at Missouri after playing at Truman, uh, Truman State. And if you can say, if you know anything about Truman State, I'll be surprised. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we asked him about that. Evidently, their most famous alum is somebody that's in The Office, the show The Office. And so, anyway, uh, but you listen to these other guys. Uh, James Patterson played at um, James Madison. He was he comes out of high school. He's you know he's six one or so. I think they list him maybe six two, but he's probably six one. A little bit taller than I am, and. Nobody recruited him. Nobody offered him. And so he was going to go to James Madison just as a student. Well, he had gone to the Elon camp when their coach, the one that just got hired at Indiana, was at Elon. The guy never forgot him. He goes to James Madison, finds out that um, Patterson's going to James Madison, gets his defensive line coach to call him and say, why don't you come out for football? And he turns out to be all sunbelt. And just a terrific player. He's got another year of eligibility. He left. I don't know if he'll transfer to Indiana with his coach or stay at James Madison. But, you know, a quality guy. And then you're thinking, okay, Bob Stoops' son. Well, you know, obviously grew up in a privileged mm-hmm. situation. Bob Stoops retires before. Uh, and, and he said last night, if Stoops had still been the coach at Oklahoma, he probably wouldn't have gone there. Because it, he just wouldn't have felt that was right to play for his dad. Still deliberated. Baker Mayfield had a big influence on him. Goes there. He's there for six years. And this past year, he's Oklahoma's leading receiver. And you know the type of athletes that Oklahoma recruits. And he was their leading receiver. Uh, former walk-on. But how about this? This was one of the best ones from Cody Schrader. So he gets to Missouri. And uh, we asked him about what was it like the first time you line up at tailback. You've been playing at Truman State. Now you line up as a running back, and you look across the line of scrimmage, and you see the athletes on the on the other side of the field that are ready to stop you. I said, "What was that like?" He said, "He said, well, intimidating to look at those athletes, but he said I'll tell you about the athletes in the SEC." He said, "I was I broke a play against Florida this year." It looked like I was going to go 60 yards for a touchdown. He said, after I'd only run about 10 or 12 yards, a Florida lineman who was 6'5", 305, caught me and plastered me into the ground. (laughs) (laughs) He said, if you don't think there are great athletes in this conference, that is pretty darned amazing, isn't it? And yet you think about it, this is the 91st year for SEC football. He's the first player ever to rush for 200 yards and catch passes for over 100 yards in the same game. First ever. 91 years. Pretty amazing. He also maybe 
had the best line of anybody when he talked about he made it back into the state of Arkansas <laughs> yeah. without getting hurt. Yeah, he said. Well, when after he won, his first line was "Thank you for allowing me to come back to Arkansas safely." Yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah, he already have 192 yards. He had like 180 of them in the first <laughs> half against Arkansas. And and hats off. And I know David Basil has done a great job. And now now bonds with the uh, Broyles family. I think Betsy's in very very involved in the Alzheimer's research. And so they've turned that into an absolutely fabulous event. Same thing, Marty and Vicky Burlesworth. You figure. You know, from the tragedy of Brandon passing away to mm-hmm. where the Burlesworth Foundation is for that event, which is absolutely fantastic. It's held at Crystal Bridges. They have just done absolutely marvelous work, and they obviously will credit a lot of people who have helped them with that, but they've turned that event into an absolutely fantastic event. Yeah, no question of that. And uh, speaking of Coach Phil Parker, Last night in talking with him, I, I'm thinking, how do I say this without, <laughs> you know, insulting your... You have, to win. you have to shut the other team out if you don't yeah. need to win. <laughs> I want to say, Coach, do you realize every game you go into that you can only allow like three points because yeah. your offense is so bad? How did that team win 10 Gee, games? Gee, Yeah. And there, yeah. Was, there was two different weekends, if you remember, the over-under was so ridiculous. Oh, yeah. It was like 23 points, which is unheard of. 23 well, points. No, their last game of the season, whoever they beat 12 to 10, the over-under was 25, and they were under. 12 to 10. Is that not amazing? Yeah, and that's how they got in the championship game. And they kicked a field goal late to win that game. So, yeah, 12, yeah, their offense, watching them against Michigan, you're thinking, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now Michigan's really good, but you're thinking, how did they ever win 10 games? All right, when we come back, We're going to give away a $100 gift certificate, the Robert Irwin Jewelers Qualifier, coming up next. So get ready. Tune in to Out of Bounds each Monday for Reaction Monday, brought to you by Fleet Management Services. Serving Central Arkansas for over 20 years, they're your small to mid-sized fleet specialists. Fleet Management Services is looking for a maintenance tech. Oil changes, tires, general maintenance. 100% paid health insurance, match 401k, paid holidays, paid vacation. The right person can make $600 per week. Call 501-375-3672. Congratulations, you're having a little girl. At that moment, everything changed. Our hopes and dreams for ourselves were instantly replaced by our hopes and dreams for her. We got life insurance policies from Shelter Insurance, so that regardless of what life throws at us, we'll still be able to provide the world to her. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See Shelter Agents Chad Kesterson in Arkadelphia, Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff, or Blake Jumper in Benton. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. Roger Scott, I'm going to talk to you about Sigma Supply packaging products and how they think outside the box. Sigma Supply, they're problem solvers. Now, they've been helping business owners for years with their waste audit analysis program. They're going to come in, they're going to analyze your packaging and shipping and see if automation is what you need to cut costs. Call or text sales manager David Breitenberg with Sigma Supply and you can schedule your waste audit analysis. Here's the number, 501-617-4600. Sigma Supply packaging products. If you're not using Sigma Supply, you got low-grade product, man. Hi, folks. It's Chris Zender here at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. When you're in the market for a new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram, we hope you give us a chance to earn your business. Here's some things to consider. Fletcher Dodge has been family-owned dealer here in Sherwood for over 25 years. We know how to take care of our customers to keep them coming back. Every Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealer pays the same price for their vehicles. It's the dealer that makes the difference. We'll give you the best deal up front. No haggling, no arguing. We make it easy to buy a new vehicle, and we'll pay you more for your trade-in. 
Compare our deal to anybody's and you'll buy from us. Come see us today for the deal of a lifetime on new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram. At Frank Fletcher Dodge, you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade. And we promise you a hassle-free buying experience. We want to be your dealer for life. Shop Fletcher Dodge and Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Just tell us what you're looking for and we'll make you a deal. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. If you're looking for the best deal on a pre-owned vehicle, you'll find it here in Hot Springs on Central Avenue at Motorsports Authority here with Wild Bill and Magic Mark. These are some fantastic deals, guys. Hey, Magic Mark, tell us about some of these special rigs you got sitting here. We've got cars for every taste. Cars, trucks, SUVs. This is the best selection of inventory we've had in the past two years. More for your trade? Yes. Payments for every budget? Yes. Online at msastore.com. We'll see you at Motorsports Authority. What are you waiting for? Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. It is now time for the Robert Irwin Jewelers Holiday Giveaway. Now, the way this works, 10. We'll have 10 total qualifiers. And this will go on not only this week, but obviously into next week. Each qualifier wins at least a $100 gift card. Then there will be a random drawing to determine the grand prize winner of a $500 Robert Irwin Jewelers gift card. And that will be announced on Monday, December the 18th. We had a winner last night. Now, Rick... Apparently, it was so easy. We had so many that were ready to answer hmm. what Razorback went six for six from the field oh, in the yeah. 1984 victory over North Carolina. That was Daryl Bedford. Yeah, I figured that was a little tougher. You had to remember that because it's not in the press guide anywhere. And the question you're about to ask is not in the press guide either. Maybe a little tougher. This one's going to be challenging, to say the yeah. least. Okay. Here is the question, 501-661-1037, 501-661-1037. Who were the first two Razorbacks to play for the United States Olympic basketball team in what year? Once again, who were the first two Razorbacks to play for the U.S. Olympic basketball team in what year? That one may be a little tough. That one may be a little tough. Let's see. $100 gift certificate for the correct answer. And, you know, Randy, it's not, it's really too bad, but baseball has gone the way of basketball, and now they draw to see who's going to get the first pick in the lottery, and it's and they make a display on it and the Cleveland Guardians will get the yeah, first I saw that. and you're seeing these guys hugging each other and jumping up and down and you know you think about it they, they're usually pretty good uh, the Reds had one of their best years ever or in recent years not ever but recent years they're number two the Rockies who ought to be number one every year because they're never any good they're number three the Oakland A's who were the worst team in baseball they're number four the White Sox, who should have been better but weren't at number five, and then the Royals, who lost 106 games. They lost 106 games, and they don't get to pick till sixth. I don't know what the deal is on that or why that why, why, not just do why it, everybody's doing this. Why not do it the same way that the NFL does it? Because they don't want anybody to tank. Well, you play 162 games. Who can tank in 162 games? Gee, man, me. <laughs> All right, let's see if we have a correct answer here. Let's talk with uh, Larry. Larry, good afternoon. You have a question to our Robert Irwin Jewelers qualifier. All right. I have an answer for you. Are you ready? Let's do it. I got Big Joe Klein, and I got Alvin Robertson, and I've got 19. Oh, that's not right? That's not right. 
I told you this isn't in the press guide. You could look in the press guide, and those guys are listed. They were not the first Razorback Olympians. They were on the Olympic team, but they weren't the first. Oh, I heard the question wrong. I thought you said they played on the same team. Have a good no, evening, guys. No, first ones. The first first Razorbacks ever to make the U.S. Olympic team. Yeah, Alvin and, and Joe played in the 1984. Bobby Knight was their coach, and uh, and they won. But there were others before them. Who were the first two Razorbacks to play for the U.S. Olympic basketball team in what year? The first two Razorbacks, first two to play for the U.S. Well, at least you didn't get it on the first. Did they get it on the first try last night? I think they did. Daryl Bedford? Okay. Have great fans. Gonna, great fans. Ask, hey, if you're going to ask me to come up with trivia questions, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to try and make them harder. I, I figure this one might be a little harder, but people are so familiar. Anything from, you know, Eddie Sutton on... People know, and yet when you look at all the great moments of Razorback history, most of them are Eddie Sutton on. So it's hard. Uh, from the Southern Structural Solutions bus text line from the 870, Sidney Moncrief, Daryl Walker, 1984. That is incorrect. No. Let's no, try Roe. They didn't play on the U.S. Olympic team, neither of them. Roe, good afternoon. What's going on? How y'all doing? What's up, buddy? Not much. Hey, wasn't it uh, wasn't it Boohead and uh and Sid back no. in eighty? No. It wasn't them two. No, they they didn't play on oh. the Olympic team. Mm-mm. Oh wow. Yeah. Y'all came up with a good question tonight, then. It ought to take something to answer the. Yeah, to win something, you ought to be able to know a little more than Sidney Moncrief or <laughs> Alvin Robertson, right? Those are too easy. I, I, w- I went a little bit farther back then. I with with Bullhead. You did. Yeah. You did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But see, he was back then. Though, remember, they didn't use NBA players, and both those guys were already in the NBA in 1980. Doggone! I think I just got the answer. I know one of them. I don't know the other one, so I ain't gonna say nothing. But uh, okay. But 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 anyway, man, y'all y'all take it easy. Uh, like always, enjoy listening, to you fellas. Thank you. Thank you, Rose. Thank you, buddy. All right, let's try Matt. Matt, good afternoon. Do you have a question, uh, an answer for us? Yes, sir. Was it uh, Carpenter and Pitts? Yes. How did you know that? I, I can't lie, Rick. I looked it up. You looked it up. <laughs> okay. I did. Okay, what year? Uh, 1948. 1948. Gordon Carpenter and R.C. Pitts. This was really interesting. So this was an easy question for me to ask. When I was sports information director, somebody brought that to our attention. And uh, we invited them back for a basketball game. So this is back in the late 70s, early 80s. I know the game was at Barnhill. And they came back. They, neither of them could believe. So, so are you trying to get money out of us? No, no. No, we want you to come back. You're the only two that have ever played on the Olympic team. Brought them back. Getting the chance to visit with those two guys was amazing. They played in the early 40s and um, and made the 48 Olympic team. So sorry you sorry you looked that up and made it so easy for you. But those two guys are great gentlemen, and you're right. See you win. He's a winner. How about that? All right, Matt. Hang on. We're gonna get all the information we need uh, so that we can uh, get you that $100 gift certificate from Robert Irwin jewelers you know when you think about the internet it makes trivia questions tough because uh, it's got to be something they can't look up I'll, I will never forget one thing I heard an educator tell an assistant superintendent told a room full of principals you know, I mean these these are brilliant people okay I mean they're, they, they do, they've they've been educators their whole lives the assistant superintendent said when you're talking to your teachers and encouraging them you need them to remember that their students have access to more than any of them know. And that's kind of scary in a way. It is true because you can look up anything on the Internet, anything, just about. And not all of, we, we don't have all of that information in our brain. You and I do it all the time. If somebody asks a tough question, you go straight to the Internet to find the answer. It's, it's scary how much is out there. Well, I'll give you another example. Uh, when I'm doing the double R prop specials, and I've I've got to get ahead 
of the game, so to speak. So like uh, for the Furman game, uh, I had yet to get the game notes. And then even once I got the game notes, they just said go to Furman's Internet site. So I did. So I was able to pull up the current numbers. Same thing with Arkansas. Didn't have Arkansas's numbers at the time. So I go to ArkansasRazorbacks.com, go to basketball, go to stats. And, I mean, you're right. I mean, if you need to have a question answered, I guess that's what Google has turned into. At least that's my search engine. And I just type in whatever that I'm looking for. Next thing you know, I've got the answer I'm looking for. So you're right yeah. about that. It's uh, yeah. easier said than done nowadays that uh, you can make it work. Um, yeah. All right. So we will do this again tomorrow. Oh, really? And the next day. And the next day. I got a couple of something harder than that. So you, there's there's your challenge, Rick. Oh, great. You have got eight more to come up with. Man, that nobody gets on the first or second guess. That that is really tough. That's, that's, okay, that really is the challenge when you think of it. Yeah. Is just not the very first caller gets it right immediately. Yeah. I mean, we can, we can make it that easy, but that's, you know, that's not, that's not fun. To make it that easy. That's like Daryl Bedford. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, right. And um, so. See, I figured everybody would remember Charles Valentine. Alvin Robertson was on that team. Joe Klein was on that team. You know, Daryl Bedford uh, only played two years at Arkansas and left. I, I don't know where he ended up going. Back then, you had to sit out if you transferred. And I, can't, I don't know why he left, you know. He, and he was a real likable guy. But, boy, that was his moment. He just had a great game against North Carolina. No question. Uh Speaking of great games, this young lady is on the verge of being uh, maybe one of the greatest scorers of all time at the University of Arkansas. Uh, Today, the SEC uh, honored the women's uh, freshman of the week and the player of the week. And this is at least the third time already. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Talia Scott did it again. Uh, She did it played against two top 15 opponents uh, against Florida State, 24 points, four rebounds, two assists, 33 minutes while hitting four three-pointers. Then she followed that up with 23 points against number two UCLA, 18 of those in the second half. She drew seven fouls, went eight from nine from the free throw line. Through nine games, Talia Scott, has 209 points, which is higher than Razorback Chelsea Dungy's 169 in her first year of her Arkansas career. And Kelsey Plum, who was an All-American, I mean, she was Miss Everything at Washington, um, and she had 157 while she was a freshman for Mike Neighbors at Washington. Talias leads the SEC in scoring, free throws made 54, free throws attempted 61, while setting in the top 10 in scoring, free throws made, and attempted. This you know, is one a game, superstar in the making. Oh, my gosh. She's fabulous. One game, she was 1 for 9 from 3-point range, but 11 for 12 inside 3-point range. She has scored over 30 points two or three times already. Absolutely amazing player. Amazing. Fun to watch. Yeah, definitely. We heard about her coming out of Florida that she was a great player. Wow. You know, I don't know about you. I watched her game against Florida State. It was on ESPN2. And she had kind of a sluggish first half. Second half, she was dynamite. Arkansas ends up winning that game by double digits. And Florida State was number 15 at the time. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Insurance deny you coverage on that roof? You won't be denied at Shamrock. Visit shamrockroofer.com for a chance to win a new roof absolutely free. Just visit shamrockroofer.com where one call does it all. 
Built upon a solid foundation of cast iron and steel, the Kubota L01 Series is part of the tractor lineup rated number one in durability and owner experience. They feature powerful Kubota diesel engines and easy operation. The durable Kubota L01 Series. Talk to your local Kubota dealer today to schedule a demo. Work smarter, not harder with River Valley Tractor. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. So I have been in the operating room most of my career watching people have orthopedic surgery, watching people get knees replaced, hips replaced, shoulders fixed, and I knew there had to be a better way. That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a medical director for QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in non-invasive regenerative treatments for pain relief. I see so many people who could have been helped before they got to the operating room if only they had known about regenerative medicine. QC Kinetics, a natural alternative that uses your body's own healing process properties to help restore and repair damaged joint tissue, providing long-lasting relief without drugs, surgery, or downtime. Well, it feels great when I do get to see somebody who we help, who I know I kept out of the operating room. It's amazing how we change people's lives without surgery. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Companies are shifting their telephone systems to the cloud, and you should too. ESI eCloud PBX has everything you need. Features like work from anywhere, video calls, and advanced security tools make ESI eCloud PBX one of the best choices for any business. Opt out of the high cost of your traditional phone system and move to the cloud. Sign up for an online demo at nsgdv.com and get your system activated at no charge. Network Services Group. One call does it all. Injured? There's only one number you need to know. Dial 8-888-8888. At Rainwater Holton Sexton, no case is too big and no insurance company too strong. Just dial 8-888-8888. We are battle-tested big case injury lawyers who've recovered millions for our clients. Just dial 8-888-8888. Been in a wreck? Anywhere in the state, just dial 8-888-8888. Responsible attorneys, Michael Rainwater and Bob Sexton. Listen to The Zone every Tuesday for Clint Kong. Brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. For the past decade, Farm Brothers Flying Service has been providing crop dusting services to the farmers in southeast Arkansas. And they can help you too. Call 870-263-1300. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. Often imitated, but never duplicated. This is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. As we wind it down for this Tuesday edition of Drive Time Sports, uh, I never actually got this from the SEC. I got this actually from Arkansas football. Uh, And, Rick, there are always numerous all-conference, all-American lists, and so forth and so on. The one that I pay the closest attention to, and I've always said this, is the coaches because they have to compete against the players. And uh, first team, this is by the coaches, all-SEC, Landon Jackson – and Cam Little were named first team. It's going to be interesting to see exactly where Cam Little ends up on some other teams because he wasn't even, by some of the early preseason teams, he wasn't even third team. And uh, so he was joined by, uh, that is Landon Jackson and Cam Little, were joined by, this may be a shock to some people because we yeah. haven't said well, this. it shouldn't be. Well, he had a great year. Yeah. And uh, that's Max Fletcher on the 2023 Did Coaches you know All-SEC team. That Max Fletcher had the second highest punting average in school history? Don't doubt o- it. Only Greg Horn, who yep. led the nation in punting at 47-2. And I think, Murphy, I think, Mac, he was 46-9, something like that. That's how close he was. Did you also know that Cam Little leaves Arkansas, unfortunately, uh, and I, we wish him well in the NFL, 
with the highest percentage of field goal accuracy in school history. So you look at all the great kickers Arkansas has had, several All-Americas, 80, over 82% of his field goals he made, highest percent, highest percentage ever by a Razorback. So, you know, how about, uh, how about two kickers? If anybody complained about the kicking game this year, I guess you could... You want to go into coverage or something else, but and and admittedly there were a few punts that weren't that great uh, by Fletcher, but overall, not many. Yeah, he had some. He had a couple sixty yarders. He had a seventy yarder. He, you know, he the guy was really good, and he's he should be back next year. Yes, he should. Yeah. All right, I have not necessarily saved this for last, but uh, we're going to end up. Did. Pardon me. But you did. But I did. <laughs> And, and again, just just by virtue of time, um, the NCAA is finally getting off their backside, and they are uh, proposing a rule to let schools and athletes enter into NIL deals. Now, you can look at this from a lot of different ways, and... What the best way to explain this, I think, Rick, is it's a way, A, to get rid of the collectives. B, it's another way that the schools, they're going to call them subdivision for whatever reason. And i got to believe this is the Power Five because you've got to set up number one, eight. It's Power Four now. Yeah, Power Four and one-sixth. Um because there are only two teams left out of the Big 12. Yeah. I mean the uh, Pac-10. Um, but this will be a way to get rid of the uh, collectives, but it's also another way in which the schools basically are going to band together and uh, make the rules that will determine. It's almost like uh, where you see slotted players uh, for the NFL draft, when you are drafted number one, you're going to get this much, number two, except in this case, it's going to be position by position the way that I understand it. So they're going to try to bring this wild, wild west a little bit under control, but I, you know, it, how are you going to get all 64 schools or 65 when you count Notre Dame? How are you going to get all these schools to get together and then agree upon this? By saying it's going to cost you less uh, by bringing it into the school instead of the collectives uh, by maybe and maybe that means the Razorback Foundation instead of Edge, uh, right? Whatever it is, where you but your money when you give it, it's tax deductible. But now it can go not only for facilities, but it also can go directly to athletes. The danger there is, I say danger. Uh, and this is what they, they that money then becomes subject to federal law uh, because it's now coming through the university and it doesn't matter if it's donated or not because if you start giving money to your athletes who are at a state supported institution now maybe it wouldn't apply to private schools but it would to state institutions now you're into the gender equity issues title nine and so does that mean that you have to play pay a volleyball player the same as you play your pay your shortstop, or the same as you pay your middle linebacker, and that that's what what you're talking about is they'll set up a structure and say, okay, if you play linebacker, you make this much. At, at any of the 65 schools, this is what the top pay mm-hmm. is for a linebacker. Mm-hmm. At any of the 65 schools, this is what the top pay is for a softball uh, pitcher. You know, and uh, now that's what I think they could struggle with. What are they going to put at a quarterback? A, a, a football quarterback is probably the most valuable athlete in your entire school. And so as far as producing revenue and producing victories, so does the the average volleyball player gets 8000 a year, which is probably more than some of them are getting right now, and that's not bad. Over Then we're talking about over and above their scholarship. But the quarterback gets 500000 because I don't think they're going to be putting anything at a million like you're reading now. So I, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work. 
It says schools in the new highest paying subdivision be required to set aside a minimum of $30,000 per athlete for at least half of their athletes on an annual basis to be be part to be part of that subdivision each school would have to put a million put millions of dollars well i missed the s the first time i read it millions of dollars each year into a trust fund for athletes well and that's what it is okay so arkansas i'm assuming it's still the same jeff long always used to talk about 465 student athletes I'm assuming it's close to the same because there's 19 sports. They haven't added any sports. So you say, okay, 30000 for half of those. You're talking about a slightly, really close to $7 million. If you did it for all of them, it's $14 million. You've got an athletic budget of $150 million. Uh, and that doesn't count what's given to the Razorback Foundation or given the NIL. That shouldn't be difficult at all, particularly... When we go to the 24-25 academic year, when what they've been getting from TV from CBS, which has been amazing, goes to what they're getting from ABC and ESPN, which is even more amazing, mm. shouldn't should not even be difficult at all. Now the question is, are you limited then? So you're not bidding against each other, right? So if you you're, if your quarterback's making, let's say that let's say it's 250,000, if your quarterback's making 250, nobody's going to come in and offer him more. Because you can't. Now that would be the that would be the deal. Hmm. Well, here's the other caveat, if you will. The Division Wood schools would be allowed to create its own set of rules for recruiting, transfers, roster size, and a wide range of other policies. Now, does football all of a sudden expand to a hundred? Does baseball now go to 25 full scholarships, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But that's, that has been the gripe of the Power Five, Power Four and a quarter, or six, is that when they wanted to make changes, the other schools, the other almost 300 remaining schools would vote them down because they couldn't afford to play right. at that level. That's right. So it constantly frustrated the Power Five schools. Because they had the money they wanted. It's just like Bobby Petrino said the other day. It's time to put the same kind of technology in the helmet of the quarterback yeah. right. and the middle linebacker, or whoever calls the, the plays on defense, is that the Power 5 schools can't afford it, but they get shot down by the other 300 schools who right. can afford it. That's right. That's right. Well, this is a topic... That will be talked about and talked about and talked about. As I said, Bet Saracen needs to have a cap. They need to have it. How many times? Transfer portal NIL is mentioned in the given day, and someone can make a lot of money. We're out of here. For Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater Buzz, Animal Cruelty, Spay and New to Your Pet. So long, everybody. One man can't make a team. Yeah, so what's your point? Thanks for being part of the Buzz team. <laughs> 1037 The Buzz. Duck season is here. $50 off any Beretta A400 Extreme Plus 12 or 20 gauge shotgun. And the mail-in rebate for $150. Or get 50 off any Beretta A300 shotgun 12 or 20 gauge.